Welcome to Tea for Lunch, a weekly show powered by Arcade Studios. Each week, we'll serve you the top stories we're following in social media, entertainment, celebrity, and tech in 15 minutes or less. You can catch the show live on Instagram Thursdays at about 12 p.m. Mountain Standard Time or on all podcast providers and YouTube on Fridays. We're your host this week. I'm Mitzi. And I'm Morgan. Yeah, we're all caught up on YouTube now, so you can now go every week and see that week's live show. We also put some shorts up there, which are really fun edits as well. Get into our YouTube channel, like and subscribe, and comment. (laughs) Yeah, we actually almost have 50 subscribers. Hey, I'll take (laughs) it. coming around. Yeah, speaking of YouTube, I've been really focused on editing and learning how to like produce more video. It's a skill I want to be better at this year. And so inspired by you and all that you've been doing on YouTube, (laughs) tell the people about your YouTube channel. Yeah, I've been vlogging on YouTube for about a year and a half now. And I've learned that YouTubers are fighting for their lives on the platform. We are just trying so hard to get anybody to notice Uh and to get people to subscribe. Because people will find you, but it's getting them to tap that subscribe button. I get now why YouTubers make so many like edits that have the button like pop up and like it's shown everywhere. Yeah. But it's a really fun platform. Yeah. And how often do you vlog? Like do you vlog every week? Yeah. I'll film stuff daily and then I post weekly. And then I'm also posting some like sit down videos sometimes during the week, but that is a a grind. That is so hard. I can barely show up on Instagram stories every day, let alone like film every day and then edit every week. That's a lot of work. Yeah. You need to really think you're interesting. So (laughs) obviously Well, clearly you are interesting. So I think that's awesome that you're doing that. So very inspired by what you're doing. I want to see what you do. I will say I have a piece of advice is with with shorts, (laughs) people are ruthless. You can dislike. So I'll put up a short and it'll get like a bunch of dislikes as well as likes. And so you just have to not pay attention. And the comments can also be a little ruthless. I think a dislike button is unnecessary. Like what is it for? If you're trying, if you're trying to somehow gauge if this person wants more of that content, then you should have like a little drop down that's like, don't serve me this content again. Totally. Instead of a dislike button that the world can see. Like that's And you so get rude. no context. So I'll be like, oh, was it my personality? <laughs> <laughs> what did you dislike? So it can't have been your personality. We're just trying it's on there. But not. don't read into it. I'll also say the comments you get on there, people really think they know you. So you need to kind of be prepared to make a lot of new best friends. You know what? If you're gonna be on the internet, you just have to be prepared for haters, and that's just the reality of this work. I got a bunch of haters on one TikTok video that I posted, and it was so intense, and I was like, oh. am I I don't know if I can take this, but I just have to, you kind of just have to develop a thick skin. Totally. And people are always wording things weird sometimes too. They might not mean it. So Yeah. And there's something for everyone. So if I'm not for you, that's okay. Exactly. Go find something else. (laughs) Go find someone else. But don't dislike this video. (laughs) Yeah. Give this one a like. Exactly. (laughs) Give our shorts likes. Thank you very much. So we have some fun stories. Also, I just can't go on without saying that this is the first time that we're on the show together. We talk about the show a lot. Morgan is very involved in the show behind the scenes. She's the one like helping it get on like live on all the podcast platforms, get on YouTube, help us like actually produce the show, script it. It's like a huge job. So I'm very excited to be doing this with you. Me too. I'm always snickering behind the scenes because I think everyone on the show is so funny. So if you ever hear some like laughter in the background, that's usually me. (laughs) You're actually a really important cue for me because if I see you laughing, I feel like it eggs me on. But if I see you look away, (laughs) I'm like, okay, time to move on to the next point because that's just 
you know, if as long as you're into it, I'm like, okay, I can keep going. I'll do the slow walk toward the phone where I'm like, I'm turning it off. Let's go. <laughs> Time to wrap. Okay. Let's get into the first story. Google has made some important updates to their search function. Yes. Despite the look and experience of Google search seemingly never changing, the company actually made, makes thousands of updates to search every single year. Who would have known? The most recent series of updates include some new features we're excited to start testing. First, multi-search is coming to the Google mobile app. This will allow you to both, sorry, this will allow you to use both a photo and a text at the same time in a search. For example, if you took a photo of food that you want and include text to find restaurants serving it, that would come up in your Google search. It's also working on making certain search types more visual, like exploring a new city. And they're looking to highlight work from content creators in searches to help users get advice from real people. This I actually love. I love that. They also have confirmed that you do get different search results depending on whether you're using mobile or desktop. And if you're on mobile, results that load faster will likely come up, I guess, sooner. Um, and overall, a lot of changes are going to help make real live content stand out and push down content farms who are just trying to beat the SEO rules. Yeah, what are I'm your happy. I am actually really blown away to hear how many updates they make all the time. There was an article saying they do something like 100,000 tests in a month or and then they'll turn that into maybe 4,000 updates. So I didn't realize they were doing that much because it just yeah. doesn't really seem like it. Totally. I literally use Google several times every day and this blows my mind because it's n always looked the same and always functioned the same for me, but cool. It makes sense. They have so many employees. I just was always, yeah, I didn't really they understand what to? they were doing. <laughs> um, but I love this. I think the feature of content creators would be really great because sometimes I am just looking for advice and nowadays I go to TikTok usually to find that. Mm -hmm. And so I think Google has found out that that's a competition. Totally. And so they're going to bring that in. I think that's fantastic. I love it. Like if I'm Googling a restaurant, I definitely want to see people's photos, but not like the bad quality like Yelp photos. No. I want like someone's video like vlog of them going to that restaurant and what they ordered. Yeah, like sell me the experience. Yeah. I'm going to get what I get, but I want to I want to feel good about doing it. Totally. And then for the content farms, I think this is really great. SEOs really become kind of formulaic, I think over the last several years and I've worked for companies where we got into such a rhythm that we could just produce content and we were producing good content, but when I would be searching, I'd find so many sites too that were just you can tell they just inclu included the right keywords. Interesting. So I like that they're wising up to that with all the chat and like chat GPT and different copy AI platforms coming out. It's so much easier now than ever to kind of do that farming and just make your content stand out. Right. But I want to see good content. Yeah. So that's what I want from Google. Good job, Google. And I like the idea of being able to search both a like an image and text because I think that will like help me with my online shopping. <laughs> yes. I'm kind of scared about that feature. Like it's funny because like with, when there's changes in different social media platforms, it almost like forces you to change the way you like use and like, like think about it. And I feel like that's kind of boggling my brain a little bit. I feel like I'm always out there being like, beige pants, high weight. <laughs> like, I don't know where I need something from, but I'm yeah. trying all these keywords to find them. And then you end up on like these really weird sites that yeah. you don't know if they're real. So I like the idea of being able to throw in like an inspo pick from like Instagram or mm -hmm. Pinterest or something and go from there. I think it's great. 
Love to see it. Okay, next story. Yes, um, Twitter has made some updates. I know we've kind of been chatting through the Twitter updates off and on on the show. So we're going to just kind of go through these so you're in the know (laughs) and you know what's happening on there. So first, users are noticing some changes to their feed with the introduction of a For You feed. Does that sound familiar to you, Mitzi? I don't know where I've heard that, actually. It's such a creative name. Yeah. Um, So in addition to this blatant copying from TikTok, Twitter, actually already made this timeline the default feed previously but pulled it because there was backlash so now what they're going to do is offer both a for you feed and a chronological feed side by side so you can kind of toggle between the two everyone wishes that instagram would do this well i guess they kind of have introduced different feed versions yeah You have to if you have to do a drop down. I'm not going to do yeah, it. Yeah, I forget. I can swipe downs. back and forth. Um, and the other thing that Twitter has introduced that we've all been waiting for is Hashfetti. So <laughs> you are a brand and you have a branded hashtag. Um, when people search it now, emojis are going to rain down the page. Okay, I have so much <laughs> to say about this. So first of all, the blatant copy of For You is hilarious to me. Instagram and Facebook have been copying literally every social media platform since the dawn of time, but at least they had the decency to call it something else. Like when they ripped off Snapchat and they called it stories, like it was a blatant like copycat of of Snapchat. And it was when Snapchat was getting really popular. Um, I forgot that was a copy of Snapchat because they branded it so well. Exactly. It has a different name and people like don't even associate it now as a copycat. It's just giving desperate energy. I just don't love that they're using the same exact name. It's feeling out of touch to me because I don't know. It just doesn't feel like they're really listening to what people want. Totally. And speaking of not what people want, Hashfetti like is so weird. Literally, it's like nobody and then it's Twitter Here's how you can make emojis run down your page. Like nobody needs this feature and they need to really read the room because Twitter has always been like a platform that has really empowered a lot of thinkers and thought leaders and has like a place for really important conversations. Like the Arab uprising actually started on Twitter. So like nobody needs like emojis to rain down your page. I just don't understand what the point of that is. I feel like it's giving boomer. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like they're trying to make Twitter something it's not. Like, yeah, you can go to Twitter for some comedy or to kind of keep up with people. But really what most people use it for is like a news feed to get in touch with reporters to mm-hmm. talk about like just what's happening. And a lot of movements have started on there. So it just to me doesn't make sense to be trying to almost like dumb the platform down. Yeah. Or like gamify it in some way. Like nobody needs that from Twitter. No. And I, I recently did delete my Twitter cause it got so boring. Everybody I was following had left the platform. Um, and I was disappointed because I was like, that's where I would get news and information. And mm-hmm. I stopped getting that. So I stopped using it. I wasn't looking for it to become like more gamified or more kind of playful. Mm-hmm. I was looking to get what I had on there before. Yeah. Too bad. So silly. Okay, finally, we have an amazing third story here. We are absolutely sliving for the Paris Olympics marketing campaign using the one and only, the icon herself, Paris Hilton. Paris Hilton was featured in a new ad revealing the Paris 2024 Olympic logo. She's shown in the ad holding a small, really cute white dog in a pink outfit, of course. The dog was wearing the outfit, not Paris. And she jokes in the ad how it's about the other Paris and not her. And I just like, I'm obsessed with this ad. This is so good. I think it has two things that all great ads and all great Halloween costumes have in common. And that's celebrity influence and a little bit of self-awareness. And this this ad is just, is everything. 
They're so good. I also have to just give props to Ether the dog for being an absolute star. That dog is just so cute. It's, it's perfect. It's so cute. I love that Paris Hilton was in this ad. She's so like culturally important and she's actually a very impressive businesswoman. And this, when we were preparing like notes for this episode, I got down this rabbit trail of all these really impressive stats about Paris Hilton that I'd like to share with everyone. So first of all, she's a DJ and she also plays violin and piano. She runs 45 stores and 19 product lines. She has a genius level IQ. She developed her own media company for music licensing and NFTs. She helped pass seven laws and federal legislation to protect teens in systematically abusive facilities. And she also holds 49 trademarks, including Crypto Queen, Queen of the Metaverse, Sliving, House of Sliving, Paris in Love, Eris, and of course, That's Hot. She's just always been such a cultural icon. Yes. And I think she's done it. So I personally think she's under the radar. I think you don't think quite as much as me, but I feel like she doesn't like, she doesn't go out there and make a big flashy deal about everything she does. She kind of does it in this way that's always felt very on brand for her. And I don't feel like she's ever changed the persona she's playing. Totally. She's just like kept it going and it's, it's continued to stay relevant. She understands her brand so well and she's never changed for anyone. And I have so much respect for that. And she... Is, I don't know if you saw the documentary, but she talks about this character that she's created and how she's been able to build this empire off of that character. And despite anyone's criticisms, like she has made such an incredible name for herself um, and is just a really smart businesswoman. So I love that NBC tapped her. I love that she's in this <laughs> ad. She's also shared so much about it on her social media pages. So it's really fun to see it. Well, and even if you go back and look at some of the lead up videos she did, like partnerships, she was almost hinting at it. Cause mm-hmm. we saw there's the video with Jax, the singer where she's like holding the dog that ends up being featured in the commercial. And I just think she was thinking ahead to like, here's all these reasons why I'm super credible and super interesting. And then she goes on to do this ad. And of course we're going to think super highly of her and totally. be really excited. And so. I love that she says, say show. Yeah. It's hot in French. (laughs) I think it's so good. It's amazing. I hope more comes out. I don't know if they have more planned, but we want it. We want the content. Yes. I just want more behind the scenes stuff. I just want more Paris Hilton. I'd love to see just her daily. She should be weekly vlogging. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That would be amazing. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, I think it's such a creative campaign. The Olympics do these like really interesting campaigns. And this one I think is probably my favorite. Yeah. I always forget that the Olympics is coming and now I'm very excited because I'm excited for Olympic content. I'm excited for like everyone to turn things up on TikTok around Olympics. So it's going to be fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now that we've wet your palate, go eat something more substantial. Thanks for joining us. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.